Hello guys and welcome to Podcast Friday Still with Lois. Uh, I think I'm done apologizing because this podcast is supposed to be run on a bi-weekly basis. But if you follow the trends well concerning this podcast, you realize that, you know, it seems to be carried out <laughs> once every month now. Okay, I'd still apologize because um, I don't want to make excuses. So this is me saying I'm sorry, but I'm still going to tell you why. So here's how I've been living my life. If you're new here on this podcast, welcome, welcome. Grab a chair or if you're driving, get tuned in. If you're in your room, grab a popcorn or grab anything that you know you can eat to pass time and just enjoy yourself. It is Lois Derek about talking. So yes, this is why I've been sending in podcasts once in a month as opposed to twice i have a lot of things doing i'm running like four different brands uh my business the place that i work for different things and you know recently what's been happening to me is that i come home i'm trying to finish up the deliverables that i have to do for the day and let's even say i have to eat you know make a meal and or let's even say i even make the meal you know i keep it and i'm like okay let me wait for it to get cold let me just text the little and the next thing i see i'm checking my phone and it is um 5 a.m from 10 p.m it's like wow magic right so guys that's what's been happening to me you know um there's this thing that you can't cheat nature I've been trying to cheat nature because I don't rest. I don't have the time. But, you know, nature just finds its way of catching up with me. In fact, let me even confess this particular podcast. Um, one of the reasons why it's dragged is because I was supposed to go on into the friend. We are supposed to talk about something entirely differently. But um, it's either she's asleep or I'm, or I'm asleep. So when I'm asleep, She's calling me like, hey, Lois, wake up. Or this is the time we set for this. We're supposed to be doing this. And then I wake up and I see the message and then the time has already gone. Or when I'm asleep, when she's asleep, I'm texting. Wake up, wake up. We're supposed to be doing this. We said this time. It's been going on for almost two weeks now. And, you know, this particular one, I was at fault. You know, I, I, I didn't know. I thought I was going to, like, stay up. But I felt it in me that I wasn't going to stay up that late. So funny how I didn't even know how I slept because I was trying to make a post on my blog and the next thing I woke up, luckily it wasn't 5 a.m. It was past 1 a.m. So I'm like, thank you, Jesus. I've still got time to do this. So I just told myself, you know what? I'm not going to um, take out time. My friend is going to come up on the next episode that we're going to run. But I just felt I needed to just put this out there. You know, no excuses this time around, basically. So this is me explaining myself. Nigerians say no de shalaye. This is me giving necessary shalaye because I'm tired of the whole back and forth. And I just need you guys to understand that it is not as a result of lack of content that the podcast has been hasn't been running. But um, you know, adulting is catching up with a lot of us. That's just a simple reason why. So um today I'm going to be talking about a story. Basically, I haven't done this since this podcast started, or since the inception of this podcast, which was like two years ago, going to three. 
I haven't done this. I've never read a story for you guys, you know, and things like that. So let me tell you how this whole story part of me started. So if you follow the blog, lesspiration.com, you know, I do a lot of writing, a lot of inspiration, lifestyle, you know, gist, um, current happenings and all of that. But I just felt that was um, the only thing I could do in terms or in the context of if I see um, a fiction, I love reading fictions, right? Um, I prefer them to regular books that just go straight to the point because um, I draw a lot of life lessons from them while I read them. So I love reading fictions. But I've never felt I could write one. So I met um, one of my mentors last year. And we're talking about um, the writing part of me because I'm a writer. I do a lot of writing. So we're talking about that. And she was like, Lois, why are you limiting yourself? You know, because she was like, you just wrote a book. So why are you limiting yourself? To all the people that do not know, yes, I'm an author. I've written my first uh, published book, actually, a two-in-one book and a journal. journal. So um, she was like, why are you limiting yourself? It's not you can go beyond this in writing you can write songs um you can write books there are different things you can write and make money like beyond blogging so i was like "Mm," i really gave it a thought and i was like you know what i'm going to take a course in writing i'm going to take a writing course and i did in fact this was like december right think november december but ladies and gentlemen i kid you not i'm still on that course because the kind of personality type I have is someone that wants to do everything, basically. On that course, I'll do this, I'll do that, I'll do this, I'll do that, and then I'll come back and take that course. You know, and now that I'm working, you know, different brands and everything, it's a lot harder. But I think I'll just, I'm just going to find time to, like, really, really strike a balance and finish up and close that chapter and go with everything that I've learned. So I took, I started the course... Um, November, December, thereabout, and I learned a lot. I'm still learning. And then uh, the course is very practical. In the course, you have to um, practicalize what they're telling you, like they give you prompts and things like that. So you have to write, write it out. So I started doing that, and oh my God, I was mind, I was was blown away by my work. Because I'm like, so Lord, you can write fictions, but you were just limiting, you were actually just limiting yourself, you know. I saw some things that I wrote, some prompts that I wrote, you know, the more I worked on it, the more I got better. And I was just really surprised. So I applied to something, I think earlier this year, uh, I applied to it. And one of the prompts I got for my um, writing course was uh, on time and all of that. So what I applied for, they told me to write a story or a fiction, anyone shall, on um existing beyond existence something like that and you know that's looking at it first class you already know that has to do with time so i wrote that actually and that's the story that i want to read for you guys so i'm going to be reading it in character format meaning i'm not going to be reading it all plain like throughout i'm going to be reading it in like different characters um it's it's an uh, an african setup basically so you have to bear with me I don't have it all together, but I'm going to try, you know, and bring out one of my exquisite talents. <laughs> I'm going to try my best, you know, and try to do the narration. I'm trying to do the, I'll try to do the, rather, um, the person. I'll try to do the different people and then later maybe explain all the characters in the end. 
So here goes existing before my existence. <laughs> Starts. That was the sound the machine was making. I really couldn't tell if that sound meant that everything was good and I was all set, but I was too curious to be concerned. Would I go into the future or would I go into the past? Would my life be different when I go back from time? Would I meet the love of my life and bring her back with me, even if she ate raw food or she was going to be a robot? I thought too much, please. I was going to step into this goodness and accept whatever fate handed me. Everything was certain. The machines were already warmed up as I switched it on some minutes earlier. I got in, shut the door, and then I couldn't remember anything other than the fact that I held only two portal keys to return home as I screamed my lungs out till I passed out. Senteroli figoso, napuma fred gata. Yala yala, onto kasha. My head was so fuzzy and I was trying to understand what was going on around me. Why were these men with pleated and thonged beards looking down at me and speaking gibberish? Why was I in the sand? Why was my body being violated with so many touches from different people, like I was some alien? Why did these men have a similar tattoo on the left side of their breast like they were in some cult? Even if there was something weird about the tattoo ink. I could feel myself wanting to sneeze. The dust had eventually gotten hold on me. But I tell you, this was the wrongest timing. Achoo! Safragat, Safragat! The men yelled this as they ran away from me, going in different directions, so I presumed the word suffragette was wrong. Maybe this doesn't seem like a bad place after all. I got up, dusted my body, and as my hands touched the pockets of my trousers, I felt my two bottle keys and then it dawned on me that I was way in the past. Well, I guess that felt exciting thinking of the fact that there was a possibility I could meet my ancestral father trace our family tree in 3D. My tummy growled. And then I realized that maybe this wasn't so much of a nice idea because I couldn't find any diners around to grab a cooked cheeseburger. Still lost in my thoughts, I could tell I was being watched. I kept a straight face and continued moving straight ahead with my dirty jeans. My Nike is now too dusty beyond brand recognition. What was I even thinking? These people had no idea of brand names. I continued walking. This time, I was very sure I was being followed. I tore my head so sharply, thinking I was going to see the person following me. But whoever it was had some speed up their sleeves and knew exactly what I was going to do. Nance, Inguyama, Bagiti, Barba said the words with a funny and heightened accent, taking my time to emphasize them one after the other. The guys to sound ancient, pacing and acting confused, but all the while I was thinking to myself, who knew the intro to Lion King was ever going to save my life? I continued pacing and chance did the trick as I was expecting, because in less than five minutes I saw a small woman her hair was adorned with shiny stones and cowries. Her clothes, leaves like the colors of the trees in Othman. Yes, 
She had a strange looking tattoo wearing two creases, one at her left foot and the other on her right arm. She charges towards me and starts pulling me over. I oblige and follow her. We go into a small cave that seems small from the entrance. It opens up extraordinarily from the inside. The walls were brownish. They look like they were made from one of those sand particles I see on TV from Africa. The cave had different sticks, stones, and designed raffia. One would think at first glance that it could pass for an art exhibition. However, if you took a second look, you know that it wasn't an exhibition. Neither were the materials collected. But my God strongly told me every piece belonged to ancestors that were passed down. No, I'm not a genius that knows everything but residual knowledge from the grade 12 African mythology class was helping me. She grabs a bowl, breaks a stick that brings out purple water. She exclaims in surprise and then pauses to give me a long hard step. She drinks the water with her eyes closed. She starts chanting this word. Abuna, oh Abuna. She kept muttering those words, this time with her eyes closed. You know from he, you from the Moro. You bring curse to my people. You go, you go. She starts crying and backs me. How can you speak my language? Who are you? How am I a curse? You cheat time. You root to centuries. You root to gods. You go, you go. I just stood there wondering what I was going to do. I was way too far from home in a distance and a generation to figure anything out. All I could think about was my excitement when curiosity took the better part of me. Days and nights spent on Google trying and failing just to fix this time machine unctioned at the, at the museum. Bought by my father and just kept in our garage ever since I was a kid. Not to think of the night spent staring into my ceiling and imagining what I was going to find in this strange land. Fast forward, I'm here, and all of a sudden I'm being called a curse. I storm out as I'm about leaving the cave. She starts yelling. Miralini si, mitirakat. Miralini si, dorendembaka. Krishki latpandoro. I was already fed up. I had enough for one day, but I was smart to know that even if I couldn't understand what she was saying, she was angry and had an attitude. At the same time, she was willing to help, and I would be a fool to let my emotions override me in the unfathomable journey with absolutely nobody but myself. I turned my back and motioned towards her. Help me, help me, please help me. Taromi, taromi, kar taromi. Wait, what? Did she just tell me what help and pleasing her strange language meant? I had already done a backflip in my head. You teach me your language? Yes, I help you. My people, Zakuri, move away kingdom, Zakura. Ego, ego, we live happy. We treat every people love, we together. We farm, hunt, pray together. We marry, born together. 
till Prince Tahimi leave our tribes woman Matandi with child. Matandi first child of house of seven or little one. They love together but against our ways. Our people scared that suffering come upon us. Prince Tahimi ready to take Matandi as princess but our people are angry. In night they go King Balumba three of Zakura palace and they burn it. They declare war. First war in the whole of Zakura kingdom. Our people stand alone. Our tribes come to fight us. Our people told to go away. Matandi papa kill wife, kill seven children, including Matandi, and kill self. Our people become wanderers. Before we call Zakoshi, after we leave, we call Zakuri. We alone, no home, no king, no territory, no God. Just wondering. She stopped abruptly. Why? Shh. We hear footsteps approaching. She takes him to a corner that has an inner staircase and small covering. Go! Go! Immediately I enter inside and notice a light on the wall. Try to trace its source and find out that it's coming out from my pocket. The portal keys. I bring one key out and immediately I see a transparent cloudy door appear. I put the key back inside my pocket and it fades away. Comprehending all of this was truly something. I try my best to remain still as I notice the walls are filled with imprints of feet and fingers of different sizes. I'm still observing when I hear my new friend increase the pitch of her voice. Mishkalava Drumsti! I hear a lot of footsteps fast approaching. My new friend continues talking again, but she increases the volume a pitch higher. So now she's shouting and saying other things alongside too. Mishkalava Drumsti! Kantandra Lemtupin! Mishkalava! Mishkalava! steps are closer than ever. I already know that the staircase doesn't lead to anywhere. It just curves into the wall. I see the portal key shining through my pocket. I bring it out. The door appears. Just as the footsteps appeared right outside the cover to approach the staircase, I enter into the door. Waking up on my bed with a slight headache and the only thing I could think to myself was I just had a very weird long dream. Or was it a dream? I staggered out of my bed and immediately heard my mom call my name. Tariq! Tariq! Oh, thank goodness I tried calling you out for breakfast, but you weren't responding properly. Just faint responses and I was worried, but I figured for whatever reason you weren't up for school today, they were valid because you never skipped school. School was already left about two hours ago. You sure you're okay? Yes, mom, I'm fine. I just had a really long night rest. I remembered I was about confirming if I had a long dream, or truly I had just got away into the past before my existence. I stepped outside the garage. Lo and behold, the time machine was there. I was still in disbelief because I felt my pocket and I couldn't see the oil bottle key. So I motioned to leave still trying to fully grasp everything that had happened within the last 24 hours. I stumbled upon a stone that threw me off balance. 
I was on the floor before I could get up. I noticed Otoki on the time machine. I was skeptical and began to because for some reason I felt I was going to hold it and it was just an illusion. To my greatest surprise, I picked it up and held it in my arms. This truly confirmed that I had actually been in a time machine and traveled into the past. I went to my bedroom, placed the key somewhere very safe and hidden, opened my chest drawer and took out my journal because I had to write everything like it was fresh in my memory. Dear diary, I just went into the past, way before my existence. It's the most overwhelming thing I've ever experienced and I know if I told my friends a story they would never believe me. I do not know the particular city or state. I was, but all I know is that I landed with the Zakuri tribe. They were a tribe that broke away from the Zakura kingdom. A summarized version is that the prince of Zakura slept with a tribeswoman from Zakoshi and got her pregnant. However, the prince was willing to marry the tribeswoman but her father wouldn't agree because he was scared that he had failed to follow the tradition of their land and it was going to bring suffering on them. The father obviously had his pride to protect. The people were angry and declared war. They attacked the palace at midnight and burned down things. By morning, all the tribes of the other kingdom were against them. The tribe's woman's father killed her, his wife, his seven children, and eventually killed himself. The things that men do when they cannot survive the betrayal of their ego and eventually the loss of their masculinity. They were exiled with nowhere to go and no place to call their home. They changed their name to Zakuri, meaning a wandering people. A smallish woman took me into her cave and told me the story. I think they wanted to either capture me or kill me before my potoki saved me. Maybe I could have been enslaved to people I know nothing about. Maybe I could have learned my ancient history. Maybe they had the cure to AIDS and cancer. Because the smallish woman had so many strange sticks and stones, one of which she broke that had purple water in it. There were so many questions I wanted to ask her. I don't even know if I would land with the Zakuris if I decided to use the last bottle key. I wanted to ask the smallish woman so many questions. She told me her history, offered to teach me her language, and she helped me. But then again, I just realized I didn't ask for her name. Guess some things are bigger than us ultimately our existence the end guys so if you noticed if you noticed i used um if you noticed oh my god <sighs> i think i spent over 10 minutes reading that story it was over 2000 words so if you notice i used a lower voice that's me trying to depict the voice of a male you know or a young male or whatever you can always leave comments. How did I do? Did you enjoy the story? Did you learn anything? Like I said, the title was Existing Before My Existence. So guys, honestly, I was proud of myself that I could come up with a 2,000 words fiction all by myself, my own thoughts because of what I had learned. So you can always leave a voice message. You can always leave a comment. Did you learn something? Um, did this inspire you in any way? Are you going to push to go for 
things you thought you couldn't do to just really check out if you were actually just limiting yourself which in most cases most times you're actually just limiting yourself so basically um on a general scale this is me telling you to leave learn something new basically you never know when it can come in handy right now with my content structuring that i've been doing over a couple of years and having an idea of how fiction works um i don't think there is any fiction i wouldn't be able to pull through to a very good extent if i decided to just really throwing my weight on it basically because i already know a little bit of the ropes and that's because i refused to limit myself and i decided to go for new knowledge so you never know what you're going to find when you go for new knowledge as little as it may sound is it baking is it cooking you may think you don't like cooking but by the time you go to a um, culinary school you never know what you might learn that may spoil a lot of ideas in your head because cooking is basically just creativity is it music learning um a new instrument you know is it learning a different language you just never can tell the place that it is going to take you to or the door that it is going to open up in your destiny or the opportunity you know the the vast expanse of of opportunity that it is going to give you leverage in in the nearest future or in the not so far future so guys this is me telling you that you should learn something new take time out and learn something new enjoy the ride enjoy the fun and the adventure of it because you never can tell what it's going to take you to in the future so my general advice for you guys is leave leave and let leave regardless of the stress regardless of the pressure regardless of everything you know that is happening leave and let leave don't just merely exist make sure your living is impactful make sure it is not easy but you have to be intentional about it learn unlearn grow laugh when you have to laugh laugh and don't stop laughing smile do not let anything steal your joy don't put pressure on yourself in any area of your life that you think you might be feeling give yourself time learn to forgive yourself be open-minded about yourself and the areas of your life that you want to change in so guys we've come to the end of this podcast honestly oh my god this is the very first time i'm doing this whole storytelling and it's i'm surprised the amount of time it took i think i'm going to just take out time me saying i'm taking out time i'm just telling god in my heart help me give me time so i can write more fictions for my readers so they can be able to drive and just you know zone out and just think about a lot of things focus on their life listen to the story the voices let it be an inspiration to them you know guys it's 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 a lot together but you know with so many things i'm doing i'm just trying to ask god god give me time you know let me write more stories for this beautiful listeners over there and if you do not follow my blog lawspiration.com please do follow lawspiration.com we have amazing content for you in fact we just had a story put up like for our love wednesdays we do this love wednesdays every month so we drop a love story every month and the last one we dropped has had crazy views in a very good while like we haven't had so much views for a particular love story in a month that in so long a time but this one had really crazy views and people had things to say people were able to relate to it so you can just go there and binge read all the love wednesdays post or the christian post or you know just um the regular posts that we do and you can also go back on your favorite post with except thursdays just so many things that you're really missing out on just go go to the inspiration come and just stay there basically because you would honestly learn a lot and you would honestly leave with something 
that would either change your perspective or spoil you to be the better version of yourself. So till I see you, when I see you next time, I think that's going to be next month. Happy New Month in advance. Oh my God, I'm so excited about June because summer is here. So happy New Month in advance. Share this podcast. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Keep up the energy, the positive energy and vibes. And yes, bye for now. It's Lois Sarikabor and I am signing out. TGIF. Thank you.